Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, everyone, to another Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hi. <laughs> we're a little disheveled, guys. We're we're actually on a on a backup video, which is fine. So we're we're here. We just got settled the last minute. That's all, right? Yep. So we're okay. Uh, the mission of Corporate Talk is to use all of our collaborative powers to make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. Our companies need us now more than ever, so we need to bring our A game. Yes, right? we do. Yes, we do. Uh, I will start. I feel like maybe right now we have our B game, but we need, We're to, bring our, we need to bring our A game. I want to start by saying, you know, when we do these shows, it's always better to sit here in these close quarters from our secure bunker in Cincinnati. Yes. When we're getting along. Always better. Always yes. better. <laughs> so. Um, and we have our new sign today. We have our corporate talk sign. Yes. Um, we anticipate a great guest momentarily. Um, you know, one of the things that I want, we had a great show last week. I want to also mention Dr. Timothy Franz, the hearing doctor. Yeah. So check out that, uh, show on our site, talkzone.com. Well, we learned a lot about hearing loss, which I know seems odd, but you know, we do so much over the phone at work. It's crazy. And you don't hear everybody. And sometimes we think it's them, but it kind of might be us. We tie everything into the workplace. We do. (laughs) Poor doctor is telling us about the the issues in hearing, and we're saying, oh, my God, when you're dialing into a call remote, it must be perfect. It must be perfect. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how do you know if it's perfect or not? You know, get Dr. Francis' book. Yeah, he was really good. It was really good. So, so that was good. You he know, didn't enjoy our, our hearing humor, though. He didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, I kept, think we're funny. Maybe I kept saying what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The other thing that I'm realizing is I have to stop saying I keep the book of our guests on my lap at all times for reference. Because I don't think you have a big enough lap. There's that. just too many. There is That's, a lot. And I say that as a compliment. I say it because all of the books have been fantastic. Yeah, they have been. Every single guest that we have interviewed has really been on point with their passion and their product or service. Yeah, they really do. Um, you know, and they really are. I say this because, you know, after the show ends, we always say that. We do. Right? <laughs> we I do. Mean, we're really grateful. Um, you know, today's show um, is, for me, it's sort of like Rocky music-ish, right? It is. It's very inspirational. I go back to, I think it was October when we met Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the story. I remember him. I'm really excited. 
um, that he is here to mm-hmm. share everything he does and then some because I have a lot of questions. So I would like, uh, if we're ready, to introduce our first guest today, our only guest, Joe Pinella. Joe, are you with us? I am, Charlie. So nice hey. to talk to you again. So, um, I get Hi, all, Joe. Yeah, Hello, I don't know what it is, Joe. I get all pumped up. Because once I, you know, saw your face and everything and realized that you were coming on this week, some reason I make this East Coast connection um, with you. I don't know why, but well, I, I feel like we're neighbors. I think it has to do with Bayonne, New Jersey, if I remember. Oh, that's okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> that's right. We talked yeah. about Chuck Wepner. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, Joe, um, we're honored. Uh, welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Why don't you start by sharing um, your website and contact information and that, so our listeners can follow along and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, the website is simple. It's my name, Joe Pinella, P-I-N-E-L-L-A, uh, dot com, you know, real simple. Excellent. And they can go on there and they can see some pictures and some stories about what we do. Excellent. Yeah, the story is amazing. So, right. So, okay. Walk us through it. Um, so your story is that, and I'll just give it the 50,000-foot version, you were severely injured and crippled as a result. And through your um, practice of Tai Chi Kung, I, you can explain it to us, you were able to heal yourself, which is just something we have to get into. Yeah, so I really want to hear the story first, because this is a really compelling story. Yeah. All right. So the story is 25 years ago, as a matter of fact, this month, coming up June. Oh, wow. Um, I was uh, towing a Ferrari back to New Jersey in a trailer. And That's up in right. Flagstaff, the, uh, the trailer hitch broke, and it smashed into the back of my Bronco, pushed me off the mountain, and I fell 203 feet into a ravine and landed on my head. And um, I broke my neck and my back. So after the accident happened, I was we were right up in Flagstaff by the hospital. The helicopter picked me up. They diagnosed me as a quadriplegic. And after a long bout of operations and things, um, I was finally um, diagnosed I would be disabled for life and that I would never walk again, I'd never feed myself again, I would never move from below the neck. Well, I had this practice when I was a youngster in New York City, and I had practiced Qigong and Tai Chi at a Buddhist temple in the city way before... Can you you just say that slower so that we can pronounce it correctly? Okay. I practiced Qigong and Tai Chi exercises in a Buddhist temple down in Chinatown in New York City. Now, Qigong is the oldest form of medicine in China. It's over 5,000 years old, and it encompasses uh, acupuncture, herbs, movement exercises, Tai Chi, um, and um, it's like whole total body workout and a whole total body restoration and healing and balancing. So everything in Chinese medicine is based on yin and yang, or the balance of negative and positive, up and down, right and left. And so when you hear the word balance, you usually think of just one or two things. But balance, your blood 
has to be in balance. Your blood chemistry, your oxygen level has to be in balance. Your weight distribution has to be in balance. Your job to social time has to be in balance. There has to be a balance in every single aspect of life for there to be healing and for there to be, you know, this harmony in the body. And that was what the practice was. Now, at the beginning, I couldn't move. So at the beginning, I would visualize it. When I... When I left the hospital after five operations, um, they told me that, you know, basically I was going to be disabled. Nothing was going to work. So I contacted my old teachers back in New York City, and I spoke to the monk there. And through an interpreter, explained to him what had happened to me, and he said, oh, perfect, use Qigong. And I said, well, no, you didn't explain to him correctly. I can't move. How can I use Qigong? And he came back again with the response. He said, look, it's all in your mind. Use your mind. Imagine what you want your body to do. Your body will figure out how to do it. And that's what I did. I started a a routine of three hours a day in the morning and three hours a day in the afternoon. I would sit in a hot tub and I would be on a chair and I would visualize that I was doing the exercises while my arms just bubbled in the hot tub. Jeez. Um... Joe, what you just said, you made it sound like like we always joke. We say, well, you want to be a millionaire? Simple, just get a million dollars, right? <laughs> what you just said um, is just unbelievable, and I don't want to go over it again because it's almost like you must tell the story hundreds and thousands of times, if not more. But so you were practicing these techniques prior to this accident, right? Yes, many years before, when I was about 14 in New York City. So um, Interesting. You know, we we see a lot of times uh, in Chinatown, especially when we're visiting again, um, all of the people out in the street early in the morning going through those exercises. They're doing their Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. that's a form of, I guess, Tai Chi. Right. Um, and I wonder what triggered the connection for you to go back to that help, right? Because you had multiple operations. I mean, how much time went by when you were in the hospital uh, for all those operations? Had to be at least months, right? Yeah, it was about seven or eight months time. So first, let me just clarify that all all Tai Chi is Qigong. Qigong encompasses everything that's in the the, uh, Chinese arsenal of medicine and it was the one that's for 5,000 years. Tai Chi is Qigong, okay, just so we're clear on mm-hmm. that. Okay. Now, how did I use it at that point? Yeah. Well, here's what happened when I was a youngster. I was admitted into this temple reluctantly. It's a long story how I got there through another friend. But anyway, in the temple, back in those days, we're talking in the early 60s, the uh, a lot of the Chinese people in Chinatown didn't go to doctors. They came right. to the temple. They came to the temple with all kinds of stories, all kinds of injuries, all kinds of diseases. And so when I was there practicing, I would observe, well, if they had this condition, this monk took them in the room. And if they had this condition, this monk showed them something to do. And they had... So there was always something to do if there was something wrong. Mm. So when physical therapy in America, I actually did start to do physical therapy in America for about six or eight weeks. 
it was the most depressing thing for me because every session started with, Joe, you're going to have to learn how to be disabled. You're going to have to learn how to work within your disability. And I got to tell you, that is a hard realization to come to when you I was trying to get better. I thought I wanted to get better. I thought they were going to help me get better. And they were just trying to help me cope with being disabled. I'm sitting here and I'm actually uh, sad Mm -hmm. from the way you're describing it. So, uh, and so, I mean, I don't know. So that night or those evenings when you're left alone, what goes through your mind, right? My goodness, the depression. The anxiety, you know, the hopelessness of a situation like that. And then I remembered, I said, I remember, you know, when I was in the temple, everybody came there for help, you know, maybe they have something. And through, you know, several phone calls and some interpretation, I got the message that they said, yeah, you can use Qigong, you can use it. And they told me how. And they gave me the formula. They said, look, you have to convince your mind that everything is going to be okay. So, we want you to make believe you go back in the womb, in your mother, and everything starts out again. So, how do you do that? Well, they put you into a hot tub every day at 98.6, and you shut your eyes, and you make believe you're back in the womb. And you start to remember and think about what happened in the womb. How did things grow? How did they know how to grow? I don't know. Um, They can do that again. um, Hold on. (laughs) So, uh, we're going to take a break in a second um, and we have a lot more to discuss um, but I just can't you know Joe you can do anything is what you're telling me yeah, right absolutely yeah this is this is the most inspiring show yet yeah right I agree um, so okay we want to just stay with us everyone because whatever you're looking for we just found a way Um when we come back, Joe, we'll just continue at least uh, where we left off. So this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eve and our very special guest, Joe Pinnell. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Joe Pinella, and we're discussing how Joe actually healed himself from a very bad accident, which left him quadriplegic. So, Joe, we were actually talking about you at A mile a minute. A mile a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, 
You know, it reminds me also of the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but he is, he discusses the same type of um, work around visualization that had healed his spine. I guess he had broken his spine and also was paralyzed and did not have the surgeries and then also turned around and healed himself via visualization, which to me is just incredible because I have a really hard time visualizing. But before we even get into visualization, so when you were um, going into the hot tub, was that back in New York and you had, and were you still doing physical therapy or were you, um, did you quit the physical therapy and you were just, Working on, um, you, working on your accident with the qigong. Yeah. Okay. So what happened was, I went to physical therapy for about six or eight weeks, and I okay. came home very depressed every time. Every time. How did you get home? First of all. Yeah. Well, I was transported around. I had caregivers and caretakers, um, so I had you know I had to be moved around. I was all in Scottsdale. The accident happened in Flagstaff, Arizona, and at the time I lived in Scottsdale, okay. Arizona. Oh, okay. So my physical therapy was going on out there. But at the point in time when they had me going to psychiatrists and they had me on uh, antidepressants and they had me on sleeping pills and they had me on pills, they had me on so many, such a cocktail of pills, I had no mm-hmm. idea what was going on. And I finally said, I can't do this anymore, and that's when I called back to New York. So I had actually started physical therapy here and then stopped and decided that I needed to take care of my own physical therapy and I was at odds with everyone. You know, my doctors told me I was crazy. They told me I needed psychiatric help. Mm-hmm. All my family members were convinced I was crazy and that I needed psychiatric help. And I just, uh, it was a really, really difficult time because if you're trying to be positive about something and everybody in the world around you is telling you that it's foolish and stupid and not going to work, it's really hard to stay positive. Yeah, I don't know how you did it. I mean, I, I, I just want to interrupt for one second and tell everyone who's on the line listening or dialed in or connected, Joe Pinella is the developer as a result of this unbelievable transformation um, and healing. He's the developer of the healing movement system, which we'll talk about more as we continue. Um, but uh, so, Joe, you at the end of the day decided, you know what, I'm going to share this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened was, is, you know, when I started to regain uh, the movement, you know, first I got movement only, but no control. Then I had to figure out how to eat again and how to shave again and how to take care of myself again Jeez. because I wasn't able to do that. And that's when talking back to the monks again, they said, well, now use at first, I was using meditation and visualization. Now, they said, start to use Tai Chi because you do everything in Tai Chi on the right hand and the left. And I said, well, I can't move yet. And they said, well, turn everything you need to do into an exercise. So pick up the food with your right hand, pick it up with your left hand, pick it up with the right hand, turn it into an exercise. Get the food towards your face without throwing it over your shoulder or stabbing yourself in the face with the fork or spoon. And Jeez. so that's what I did. I turned everything that I wanted to learn to do again into an exercise. And I would do as much as I could. And over time, it got more and more and more and more. And over, it took me seven years to recuperate. It was seven years before I was back to the way you met me in, in mm. New York now, which is really very physically fit. Um, and how were you, so I wanted to go back a little bit from more to the beginning. So how, 
long did it take you to actually see any movement at all? Um, controlled movement took about a year before I could start to control it. There were a lot of involuntary moves at the beginning. My arms would uh, just move involuntarily, like muscle spasms or muscle jerks. Um, so there was that kind of movement. But before I could start to control it and start to uh, figure out how to get food into my mouth or how to cut, you know, shave without cutting my face off, you know, it, it took about a year before I started, and then it, I had to do these exercises over and over and over again. So there was a, you know, a long period of um, downtime where things wouldn't change and wouldn't change and wouldn't change. That's when it all. It must have been amazing when you finally did have some movement because. I'm just wondering how you were able to keep your concentration going on the visualization, and you must have had unbelievable faith that it would work. Hmm. Well, there's a part of the story that I should interject here, and that is when I was in the uh, emergency room of the hospital when the helicopter brought me into the hospital, it took them 18 hours in the emergency room before they could stabilize me to, to do the surgery. Wow. And at that time in the emergency room is when I had this incredible knowing, this out-of-body experience where I actually knew that I could be okay again. And, I, of course, I couldn't communicate that to the doctors or anything. But we had some lengthy conversations about that with the doctor because as soon as I started to talk about, well, I was out of my body and on the corner of the room watching everything you did, of course, that was cause for them to call the psychiatrist again. But when I explained to him everything that happened in the operating room and the words that he had used and the discussions that they had and and the discrepancies that they had, you know, one doctor wanted to give me a massive dose of cortisone, another doctor said that it would kill me, and the other doctor said that Jeez. if they didn't give it to me, it would kill me, that, you know, I would die anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was able to relay all these things that happened in the emergency room until finally my doctor said there was no way that you couldn't have observed that with, you know, or couldn't know, could know this if you hadn't observed it. And it was that knowing. The whole time I was there, I knew that I didn't know how I was going to get better, but I knew that I would be okay again. And that is the, the burning light that was in my mind all the time when everything was going wrong, when I wasn't making progress, when people were telling me I was crazy. And that was that thought that I would go back to and say, well, I know but back then, when it happened, I had this vision that I would be okay. And that That's amazing, right? Amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, doctors hear that a lot. I mean, I've been reading the work of um, Lisa Rankin, and she is an MD herself, and she talks about how doctors hear these stories, and it's gotten to the point where they can't, they can't disprove them, number one, and they can't discount them either anymore. What is interesting, Joe, when you tell this is, Okay, so you went from the state you were in to being able to function normally. I mean, you you were cool when I met you. You were like, you know. Uh, uh, but you attribute the reason to that moment where you realized you were going to be okay. Well, because I think otherwise it would be really hard with everyone telling you that it's impossible to keep the visualizations going. When, if everyone around you is, t is telling you it's not going to work, 
that's why I was wondering how can you keep them how can you stay motivated to keep visualizing if everyone's telling you there's no way this will work except for the monks that that's it it's that it's that moment where you know inherent in every cell in your body that what you know is what is and what mm-hmm. everyone else is telling you they don't they can't possibly know and it's 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 not easy believe me 7 years to learn and do everything over again. And now I teach about 2,000 people a year. I teach 15 classes a week. I'm 67. I'm fit. I'm healthy. I, I just have a wonderful, wonderful life. And I look at the downside of everything that happened and say, well, maybe it wasn't a downside. Maybe it was an upside in disguise. Because look well, at the life. Yeah, we're grateful to to know you now and to hear this story. It gives us inspiration. So not to be selfish, but <laughs> well, and I wanted to go back a little bit too because it is an amazing story. And around the visualization, I have a question around it. Were you good at visualization prior to the accident? Uh, yes, absolutely. Because the the kind of qigong that I practiced when I learned as a youngster was medical qigong. I didn't learn martial arts. I didn't learn fighting. I was in a, in a temple learning what the monks learned. So there was visualizations from day one. Every mm. meditation has a visualization. And I learned to visualize along the acupuncture meridians. I learned all the acupuncture spots. I learned because I was learning in, in the medical, you know, medical uh, system over there. So, yes, I was really able to. As a matter of fact, that was one of the things the monk had told me when we spoke was to get some medical books and to look at the medical books and see where my damage was, let the doctor show me, and then to visualize, you know, a bypass, another route, someplace, because they said the kind of nerve damage that I had, the doctor, my nerve doctor said, it's irreversible. There is no yeah. reverse for nerve damage. You had to and, reroute. Yeah, and so that's what the, the Chinese master said. He said, look, if you're on the, he said, the Garden State Parkway, he said, if you're on the parkway and there's an accident, you don't stop forever. They route you off the Garden State onto a frontage road, bring you back, and you're on your way. He said, you have hundreds of routes in the body. Find another route. Visualize the energy. Jump over this injured area and go down and around. And I did that, and I did that, and I did that until I would get tingling, and then I would start to get sensation, and then I would start to get some movement, and I knew it was working. I could feel it in my body. I could feel things move in my body. You know, you talk about balance, right? It's Not only that, it's a combination of that, but the balance of logic, intelligence, faith, belief, coaching, right? Um, All of that needed to be balanced for you as well. It's just unbelievable. So when you started to come out of it and you started feeling the tingling, what were your doctors saying at that point? Well, it was interesting because I didn't come back as like, oh, that feels good. It came back as pain. Mm. So I went from having, um, uh. I had pain at the, inju- at the injury sites and the operation sites. They took two inches out of my right hip, I have a scar. They took two inches out of my left hip, I have five in my neck. So I had all these operations that hurt. But by and large, I wasn't in... I was in pain at all the operation sites, but not pain in my whole body. But when I started to get feeling back again, then I, then I, uh, there were times when I'd say, oh my goodness, why did I ask for this? Because it didn't come back as like, oh, having a wonderful day today. It came back as 
yeah. excruciating pain, sometimes yeah. burning, sometimes needles. I just never knew. And there were these involuntary spasms, these involuntary moves for a long time. And it, it was, um, I, I don't, I, what can I say? It was a terrible time. Wow, and you're so, like, even keel about it, you know? Yeah, no, it's really amazing. Those monks. I know. (laughs) We're about to take our second break, so we're going to continue the conversation when we get back. Stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Joe Pinella. Um. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. All right, segment three with uh, Big Joe. This um, is a great show. I'm, you know, mesmerized. I am. So, okay, so if you just joined, right, uh, Joe Pinella basically had an accident, went off a cliff, became paralyzed, and rerouted his nervous system and repaired. Everything that was paralyzing him internally through his uh, Tai Chi and Guy... No, it's Qigong. Qigong methods, forgive me, okay, um, and his coaching from monks and his unbelievable commitment and trust and positive attitude. Um, and Joe, so we can talk about this forever and ever and ever because <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. Tell us now that we know everything you've accomplished as a result about your system. You are the developer of healing movements. What is that? So at the time, I had specific needs, and the needs were that I needed to have enough oxygen and energy to keep on going. I needed to be able to move my joints again where energy got stuck, and then I needed to move the energy on the acupuncture meridians the way an acupuncturist uh, uses needles to move energy. So what I did was I looked to all of the different systems that I had been involved in and learned, and I took some Qigong um, breathing exercises that included some visualizations and meditations right within them. And then I turned to something called Tai Chi Kung, K-U-N-G, which means to work with Tai Chi energy. And Tai Chi, the actual meaning of Tai Chi, is represented by that yin and yang circle, the black and white circle, the half and half Mm -hmm. circle. Well, the actual name of that circle is Tai Chi, which means balance. So I used those kinds of exercises um, that they use in China for physical therapy to open up all the individual joints in the body and learn to move again. And then to move the energy, I turned to something called Ba Kwa, and I used some 
Bach exercises. So my system, and that's why we call it a system, because it's not Qigong, it's not Tai Chi, it's not Bakwa, it's all of the above. So these, the system that I used and developed for myself was a 45-minute routine that I can do a couple times a day, and it's changed my life. Well, at a certain point in time, I started to teach my program to other people, and Lo and behold, everybody that did my programs started to get better. From mm. professional golfers to professional tennis players to hikers to to recovering from surgeries. Uh, I do a lot of rehab uh, work with people with surgeries, with strokes and all. So the system just brings every system in the body into balance. It's not specific. It doesn't say, well, if you have this, do this. If you have that, do that. You do this one system that incorporates every healing system in the body. And here's the difference, and this is a corporate talk show, so well, let me talk about stress, okay? Stress comes in every shape, size, and color. Corporations have stress in their workforce. Uh, we have stress in our life. You drive to work, you have stress driving. You have financial situations, you have stress... So we have stress in every situation of our life. Now, there's two ways to deal with stress. Number one, you can do some really active exercises that burn up and make you feel good, and you burn all this energy out and you sleep, but that doesn't do any healing. That is the fight-flight system. We can only do healing in the relaxed mode. So all of the healing that I did took place in the parasympathetic mode which is the only place that healing can take place. So yeah, and Mom, at, Eva's nodding her head. Um, why don't you, why didn't you tell me that? No, I don't know all of this. Oh. I've heard about some of it. By <laughs> so I, I just, and I don't mean to interrupt, but healing can only take place when you're re- in a relaxed state. That's, that's something well, that I just learned. Sense, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, Joe. Continue. Yeah. When you're in fight flight, there is, there's only one uh, system that's really that's, that's got to get you going, has to get you out of the danger. So they divert everything from healing, and everything goes to blood pressure, to blood oxygen, to the muscles, so that you could run away from the tiger. I when you're it. driving in the car, there's fight-flight. When you have stress in the workplace, it's fight-flight. You spend your day in fight-flight, and then you go out and exercise in fight-flight, and then you sleep restless in fight flight when do you heal the body there's got to be a balance if you're an eight type person and you run on high octane gas all the time if you run the 500 mile into you burn the motor out but if you run at 60 miles an hour the car lasts for 200,000 miles mm. it's the same thing with the body we're burning our bodies out with stress and it's coming at us so many different ways we don't even recognize it as stress yeah, I totally agree. And I, and I, but I love the way that you put that all together because I think so many of us don't really understand that. You know, we think that, well, if we just sit down for a minute and have a moment that we're de-stressed, but that's absolutely not true. I mean, it takes a really deep level of being, of being out of stress or de-stressed in order to actually heal. So when, you know, you, you're in really good shape. Do you just use Qigong, or do you, once you use Qigong and you healed your body, you also do, 
you know, free weights and all the rest no. of the traditional exercises. Absolutely not. Qigong is the only thing I do. I do wow. several levels of it. I mean, my DVD that I have now is one level for general maintenance in the whole body. We just produced a second DVD about two weeks ago. It's not on the market. It won't be out for about a month and a half on fall prevention, specific exercises in Qigong that address fall prevention, one of the new major issues in the United States as the aging population starts falling. And then I have, like I said, I have a professional, I have three professional golfers that I've taken 20 yards off of, or added 20 yards onto their drive, hmm. taken four strokes off their, their games, you know, down club. Because when you get the body to work better, no matter hmm. what you do, it goes better. So, so use this, I'm sorry. This system is available on your website, joepinella.com? Yes, it is. So Joe Pinella, J-O-E-P-I-N-E-L-L-A.com. And of all the many things that are on that website, one is a way to order this fantastic healing system that we now believe in just from listening to you. Thank you. Well, and I think that what I really like about what you're saying is that you don't have to go through these exercises that that almost make it worse for you. Like, you're, I'm so stressed to begin with some days, and then if I go to work out, I feel like everything just hurts more. Like, when I would go to boot camp, I was actually having trouble going upstairs because my knees hurt more when I would do boot camp. It looked like I wasn't working out at all. And your system seems to take that and say, no, 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 we can get you in really good shape without making you hurt all the time. Eva, when a baby learns how to move, it learns how to move by stressing itself in the direction it wants to go and the muscles grow. You don't have to give a baby two cans of Campbell's soup to do exercises to get strong. So right. The human body has the ability to get strong. All you've got to do is know how to move it and use it. That is the big thing. Most of the exercise systems that are out there that are young style, they wear out the body parts. If you move your joint with weight on it, you're wearing it out faster than if you move it without weight on it. If you jog, you do damage. If you do other exercises, you do damage. There's damage and good and bad, good and bad. There's always yin and yang. You want to have more yin than yang because yang burns things out. Think of yang like running the 500, Indianapolis 500. That motor only can just about make it 500 miles because they run it at top speed for the whole race. But if you run that motor slow for half its life, it would go five times longer. So it's the same with our body. We can wear it out or we can save it and use it intelligently. Qigong has been here for 5,000 years. It's time-tested. They wouldn't be doing it for 5,000 years if it didn't work. And Joe, if you use Qigong and you've got worn out knees, like I've got bad knees, can Qigong help to heal worn out joints? Well, it just depends on how, you know, what the damage is and what's worn out. But I can tell you this, the exercises are going to force the body to make synovial fluid. And synovial fluid is what lubricates the joint. Synovial fluid is what brings nutrients into the joint and removes toxins from a joint. So there's, there's things that just can't be you know, changed, but there's things that can make it feel better. I do knee rehab 
all the time out here in Arizona. The senior um, people that I mm-hmm. that I work with and teach most of the times are all in their 60s and 70s and 80s, and knee replacements are common. Well, what I started to do is um, pre-surgery rehab and mm-hmm. then post-rehab because mm-hmm. if you're not in shape before the surgery, you can't get in shape after. So we started, and I have a total knee replacement uh, in one of my knees from some skiing accidents, and I have absolutely no pain. So I use these exercises for hip replacements, knee replacements, shoulder replacements. We use these same exercises. All we do is let the body heal itself and let it move the way nature intended it to move. And is it, are are the movements for all different levels? I mean, I know that it's good for people that have injuries, but is it also good for just, you know, someone young in their 30s? That would be the perfect time to take, you know, to take on this kind of an exercise system because over the years we develop what, what I call compensation patterns. Everybody does something one way all the time. If you're right-handed, you reach for things with your right hand all the time. If you are left-handed, you, you do everything with your left side. So the longer and longer you do things, you do life, the more compensation patterns you have. In other words, one side of your body, the dominant side of your body, is much stronger than the non-dominant side of your body. And over years, can you imagine if you had a flagpole in the yard and it had in your yard and it had four wires pulling down to the ground, and every month you came out and you tightened only one of them, and mm. one of them, and one of them, and pretty soon the pole would bend towards the one you keep tightening, and the other wire on the other side would break. It's the same in the body. We need muscle balance in the body. Muscles are what keep the bones in alignment. When the muscles are out of balance, the bones go out of balance. So we bring the muscles in balance with qigong and tai chi exercises. We do everything on the right and the left side. Now, when you do the exercise on your strong side, it doesn't get stronger because it can already do it. And when we do it on the weak side, it does get stronger because it's trying to accomplish what you're asking it to accomplish. So over time, we bring the body into perfect muscle balance, perfect system balance, every system in the body in balance, all the bones in balance. When everything is in balance, life becomes just a breeze. Everything is simple and easy. Um. I, you know, well, we're going to take our last break, but I, I just have to say that you are just kicking my ass all over the all over the East Coast uh, from Bayonne with this unbelievable logic, intelligence. Um, the monks must be proud. Um, I, I never. This is unbelievable. You know, when I'm faced with a problem now at work, if I have a toxic boss or a project or something, I'm going to say, "This is not difficult." Healing your body, falling off a cliff, visualizing how to heal it first, going into the womb and coming out is difficult. So, uh, I mean, Joe, I mean, I can't say enough, but we're not done yet. We got one more segment. Mm-hmm. So please stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our very special guest, Joe Pinella. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. 
Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is our fourth and final segment with Joe Pinella, and this has just been an absolutely fascinating conversation that we've been having, Joe. Um, Charlie and I are both just so interested in your work and your healing. And I was, you know, I was thinking about the DVD. If What can people expect when they buy it? Do you need any kind of special background, any kind of special equipment? I know it's all about basically body work, using your own body, but is there anything else that we need, or do we need to have taken anything before we get the DVD? That is what we did with this DVD. We made it so that people who've never had any exposure, never had any experience, and we bring it to them in a Western point of view so that Mm. it not far into them. It's simple. It's easy. I have people do it in the, in wheelchairs. I have people do it in on their walkers. I have people do it standing up. It's for every level and every way that you could possibly exercise. And the DVD, we actually made three. The first two we threw in the garbage because we didn't we didn't want to put something out where a person couldn't learn it and do it without ever meeting me. And so we made this DVD 90 minutes long against everybody's recommendation, and the first 45 minutes is all instructions, and I tell you why, how, what, and when to do everything. And then the second 45 minutes is exercise along with Joe, and there's a 45-minute routine that you can do every day along with me. Put me on your computer, put me on your cell phone, put me Mm -hmm. on your DVD player, and I stand right in front of you in a bamboo forest, and we exercise together with some beautiful music. And before you know it, you are meditating, even if you don't know you're meditating, because you're paying attention and purpose to everything that you do. And that's the only way that healing, continuing improvement healing can take place, is with attention and purpose. So, yes, this is a DVD that anybody can pick up and do and um, we have people all around the world. This this is already probably in about 25, 30 countries. And it should and, be. And people, right. we get we get testimonials every single day. And I hate to take credit for it because I didn't make up any of these exercises. They're 5,000 years old. I well, you did create the program, back. right? And it is a, a hybrid, Correct. right? Yeah. Um, and you did live through it. And you are a proof that it works. I mean... Um, it's really cool. It's right? really great, yeah. Um, and you bring it to the audience in a westernized manner because sometimes, you know, people will say, and I don't know why, um, when it comes to Eastern medicine, um, sometimes people don't trust it or they don't believe it, which makes no sense because, as you said, Joe, I mean, it's been around for 5,000 years and um, it works, obviously. Yeah, it's very rare to take this uh, philosophy 
training, belief, trust, story, and incorporate it in a very cool business model, mm-hmm. right? To sell a product that's going to help others uh, and with the same likability and believability that we just heard. Right. Right. Well, it's um, like the art of war. You know, you've read the art of war for business. You look at business models through the art of war. This is a philosophy. This is a philosophy that if you apply balance to business, it works better. I was in business for 16 years. I had my own businesses and I used Qigong without even knowing it. You know, diffuse the situation that could get, you know, a little bit out of control or yeah. soothe over someone's emotions because you think of everything from an emotional point, from a, from a physical point, from a mind point. And when your mind is in balance, there's a, a, a saying that we use in, in this practice. It's called miso no koro, which means to have a mind like still water. And the monks say that when the mind is still, you can see the clouds in the, in the pool, in the pond. But when the pond is rippled and the wind is blowing and it's turbulent, you can't see the clouds or the sky in the, in the pond. So when your mind is clear and you do this kind of a practice on a daily basis, believe me, you can function at a much better level, much more controlled, much more powerful, much more focused, and you can relieve a lot of the stress. For the workplace, this is the perfect thing because you can stand up from your desk three times a day and do it right alongside your desk. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, the uh, just Joe has raised the bar into the stratosphere. If a broken neck doesn't prevent you from being a health and fitness expert, I mean, what what? How can you top that? No, I absolutely agree. And that was actually another question that I had was you said do it three times a day. What is the optimal amount of time to do this program? Well, it's a 45-minute program, and I tell people, look, if you give yourself 20 to 40 minutes a day, you can do bits and parts of the program. Do Mm -hmm. Every day, do your breathing exercises. That takes 10 minutes. So if that's all you have time for, you just did your breathing exercises, but they incorporated breathing, movement, and meditation, and visualization. So in one 10-minute thing, you can de-stress you can compose yourself, you can get focused and grounded. And then another day you might want to do, you know, the 15-minute Barajin exercises, stretch all the fascia in the body, open up all the fascial planes so the body can keep moving and doesn't get stiff and aging. And then the next day do uh, the 20-minute joint rotations, open up all the... In other words, you can dissect this and take it in pieces and parts, but do something every day. You know, i got to tell you one more fast story about when I was learning. When I was learning, of course, I was only in my young teens, and I wanted to learn everything the first week I went to the school or to the temple. And so I was always watching what everybody else was doing, and I kept on saying to my instructors, why can't I learn that? Why can't I learn this? And one day, out of desperation, the teacher said, come over here, and he put a piece of paper on the floor. And he said, Joe, stand on the paper. And I got on top of the paper. He said, how much taller do you feel? I said, uh-oh. Uh, I re- no, I don't really feel too much taller. I'm standing on a piece of paper. And then he took a pad of papers from behind his back, a package of copy paper, put it down. And he said, now stand on that. And I did. And he said, now how much taller do you feel? I said, well, about two inches taller. He said, it's a process. Every time you do this practice, you get one piece of paper. 
365 pieces of paper, you feel two inches bigger. One piece of paper at a time, you don't. Do the practice every day. What is it with this guy? He's got a million... (laughs) He's 5,000 years of ancient wisdom. Unbelievable wisdom. You know, before we go, right, we have another minute or two at least, but before we go, if we're ever in the Arizona, in the Tucson, Arizona area... Joe, I would love to track you down and and uh, give you a hug, if that's possible. It would because, be my pleasure. I'd be hurt if you came here and didn't look me up. Um, that's that's a promise um, because this has just been unbelievable, right? No, it really has been unbelievable. And I do we do have a few more minutes. Like mm-hmm. we have like two more minutes. So I did have another question. So have you found? And this is, you know, we always talk about. You know, we're sometimes selfish. Have you found that? People, as a result of doing this program, do they lose weight, too, by being in balance? Yeah, they do. And again, just think about the animals in the woods. No animal is out there weighing every day. Okay, you come to the weight that your body needs by the amount of stress that your body has to, um, to move things. And when I say stress, I don't mean bad stress. Everything is stressful. So if you need to pick up groceries on the bottom shelf and you need to bend up and down, you have to stress your body in that position. So this is the kind of thing that um, the the kind of stress that we put on the body makes it function better in our daily lives, in every single thing we do. It's a perfect example, right? Think about the animals in the forest. Yeah. You know, your weight is... We try and fix our own weight. That's one of our problems is I decide I want to weigh 155. My body says I want you to weigh 148. Well, I'm constantly fighting it. Or I weigh 150 and I, and I want to weigh 140 and I'm constantly fighting it. But if the amount of muscle on my body and the mind, amount of mass that I am is contingent about what I use it on. Now, if I don't use it, I lose it. If I use it, I keep it. So I don't worry about body weight. Everybody's body weight will come to its natural place all by itself if they're patient and just do. Every um, day, just do. Just unbel- do. Unbelievable. And we will take that advice and discuss it, and we will promote this all week. No, it's great. Um, we have about 30. I can talk for another three hours. Right. We have about 30 <laughs> seconds, Joe. I, I just want to say JoePanella.com, JoePanella.com, JoePanella. Com. This healing movement system is a must purchase. Uh, it's been a pleasure to meet you, and hopefully we'll talk again, Joe, and um, all the best and continued success. Look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, guys. Excellent. Thank you. Great Thanks, job. Thanks, Joe. Um, a great show. Yeah, it this was great. Is, I mean, it was really interesting to hear about how he healed himself. I mean, you can't argue with that, right? The depth of this yeah. person is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, when we learn from him, I think his system is a must purchase. Yeah. Right? I want to thank everyone again. Great show. I want to thank our producer, Dave Olson, um, and, of course, you. Um, and that's it for me. Have a great week, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. See ya.